Hi, this is Cable Brandon Sage, and you are listening to Cable Unplugged. Okay, Survivor fans, I'm back for episode two, and I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. Bad news first, Julian couldn't join us. So, Julian being a flight attendant, I thought, who else can I speak to? There's a flight attendant, love Survivor, maybe someone that was on Survivor. I've got the amazing Teresa T Bird Cooper. How are you, Teresa? Hey, Cable, I'm doing great. Yep, that's great. You substituted a flight attendant for a flight attendant. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect fit. Um, So I've got to quickly ask now, we just spoke offline. Uh, You were at a premiere party with Rick Devins last week. How'd that go? It was. It was great. I had never met Rick. I, of course, read his bio like I did the – the castaways before it started and I thought I like this guy he's really a he's really a fascinating guy very very likable very likable got a lot of charisma um and I think he's gonna do well I don't want to jump you know jump too far ahead of us but I think he's gonna do well with you know with the season now because you've met him there's a a slight bias but did you not say to me maybe win a pick or you haven't picked anyone yet well, I think I said I. You know what? I think I need to probably narrow it down. So since you're you're telling me I need to make a decision here, I think I'm going to go with. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with Rick. I'm going to go with Rick Evans. And I think, as we saw last night, that Rick and David have a really good rapport. They yeah, seem absolutely. to have bonded very, very quickly. Which, by the way, I told Rick last week when I first met him, I said, Rick, I said, I really like David Wright. I see y'all are starting out on the tribe together. I got a really good feeling that you guys are going to really bond well together. And he gave me this cute little Rick Devon smile. And he, <laughs> said, he said, we'll have to see, T-Bird. And so I tweeted him last night saying, I guess since you said um, – Y'all are two peas in a pod. I said, does that mean I was right that I think y'all are going to get along pretty well? And he did a little smiley face. So to be continued. But because David has played before, of course, he's not one. He's not one. But I think it was interesting last night when Rick said when they were having their conversation together about, you know, they can kind of work together. And David even said, you can take me down to the end at maybe at four or five. You can cut me loose. <laughs> yes. And then I think what did, what did Rick said? He, Rick said something cute like, yeah, he said, I'll, I'll, I'll cut you out at, at four. Uh, four yeah. And for, for them to show that for some reason stood out in my mind. So I think we'll see those two toward the end. And I'm going to go ahead and pick my winner pick as Rick. There you yeah. go. Yes. I'm oh, I, I like it. Cable? Yeah. <laughs> Good. I, I do I do like it. The only I know when I did a pre uh preseason assessment, I I liked Rick for a, a lot of the reasons you've actually just stated, but the only thing I sort of thought to myself, and no disrespect, he's a little bit older, he's not super fit, and I sort of thought if this tribe, which we've found out has lo- lost the first two immunities that he might be one, depending on his relationships with people, might be on the outs, which we obviously have seen he's not on the outs, which is a good thing. But I right. sort of thought he might be what we're going to talk about Keith in a second, but he could fit into that Keith position if he struggled early in those challenges. He might be sort of cut loose from that point of view. But, no, it's I, good to see Rick. Like you said, it's good to see Rick doing really well. I love, I already love the relationship with David, especially this episode. Didn't you love how – I mean, we see it in survival all the time, players walking around, talking to each other. 
But did you notice, even though there was like these intercut splices of um, maybe Wendy here and a confessional here, but it felt like a, a good five minutes, you actually saw David and Rick, walk, it was almost like they walked around the whole island just talking, talking, and the cameras followed them the whole time. Yeah. Like, it, and that was really it, cool. It was really cool. And the funny thing is, you didn't hear, or of course, maybe it did happen, but we didn't see it. You didn't see any of the others, any of the other players saying, hey, what about Rick and David? Aren't they hanging out a lot? So nobody, I mean, that was never shown to us, even if it was mentioned. But hold on a minute. Slow down, Lightning. Wait a minute, Cable. Did you just a second ago tell me that Rick being maybe an older player, Rick is 34 years old. Cable, you're hurting me now. You're hurting me. No, well, I, 34. Hey, hey, I'm older than him too. <laughs> okay. Hey, okay. So uh, let me, Cable, let me mention yep. this for your listeners. This is really important because even Bryce, you know, wonderful Bryce, Yes. He had done some time of uh, – he did a character assessment, I think, with Rob. Yeah. Um, RHAP, Rob Sesternino. Yeah. And he – I think – I didn't hear exactly what he said, but I, I know that Rick had even made a comment about it. Yeah. Go go back on Rick Devins' Twitter. Uh, he's at, at Rick Devins, W-G-X-A, if you can understand my southern accent. Yes. Look at his thing. He has got a – he has got a video – I believe it is of what he sent in for part of his or his CBS audition tape or part of it. You know, you're going to be very surprised with him. Make sure you look at that because he is very misleading. I know he said he's got the dad bod and he's likable. He's with the dad bod. Okay. I guess you're saying he's an older player, which he is out of the group of these people, but out of these players, but watch how, Agile, is that a word? Agile. Agile, he is moving and getting around. Plus, he looks so non-threatening, which is going to help him so much. Make sure you go and look at that. You're going to be like, what? And you know what? In fairness, I probably, I was maybe thinking a little bit, maybe not the older, but maybe, like you said, the dad bod. I think he, um, even with Josh Wiggler, I think he did mention himself having the dad bod. And I think by his own admissions, he was kind of, I think he was confident in a lot of aspects of what he would bring to the game, but I think his maybe um, his physical attributes, maybe at least he admitted, might be his weaknesses. So maybe that's maybe I was thinking more that you know but, that's where he would struggle more yes. so than maybe his age. And right. uh, look, having said that, he's not an old person by any stretch of the imagination. But I know, oh, yeah. I know by I know getting it. to that age, you still think you're young, but you know that physical stuff. Um, if you let yourself go, it. yeah. Yeah, in Survivor year, well, in Survivor years, I mean, you see a lot of the the uh, mature players playing, but basically, especially with this cast, look how many. Well, Keith is the youngest; he's nineteen. You've got Julia's twenty four, Chris is twenty five, Victoria's twenty three, Gavin's twenty three. This is a very young cast. Yeah. This is a very young cast. So, no, I understand exactly what you're saying, but he looks like he fits, is going to fit in really well. And again, now who is your, who do you think is going to take it since I gave you mine? Yeah. So I uh, went with Aurora. I, 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 Excellent. I, I still, I, I have a confidence, but I, there's still some parts of her game again by her own, in her own interviews that she's understands some of her weaknesses. So, a couple of those do worry me that could get her in trouble. Um, but otherwise, I think, um, 
Yeah, no, that's just, I just had a good feeling about that. But, like, I mean, it's like throwing a dart at a wall, really, isn't it? It's, um, yeah. you know, you're, you're going well, to like... first imp- impressions. Oh, so. my gosh, I like Aurora a lot. I think she's going to be – I mean, she's a strong, very strong woman. Um, her career, her – a lot about her, she's very self-assured. I'm wondering if she'll be able to – it's kind of like – I think she's so strong that she might be a threat to some of the other women – I mean, we haven't seen her with Aubrey. I would think, and Aubrey's not mentioned. I mean, matter of fact, Aurora's these first two two shows has, have really has really been in the background. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, and I know that the whole um, Kama tribe, and if I'm saying these tribes' names wrong, correct me. But the Kama tribe, you haven't seen much except for the little party dance, and they were doing at the beginning <laughs> of this week. Yes. they were getting Ron Clark had them. They were getting after it, but we hadn't really seen Aurora at all. So I think her character is going to be a lot of fun once, you know, they start showing her. Yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, it's always hard sometimes in these first episodes too to get to see everyone when, uh, again, a particular tribe is the only tribe going to tribal council, you know, in a row. So right. um, there's only so much they're going to show. I mean, obviously they've highlighted well, – let's, let's quickly just talk about Aubrey. Like they've obviously highlighted Aubrey as – potentially one of the first boots out of the returnees. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Okay, so I was just watching that, and when I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, the editing was priceless on that. I like Aubrey, by the way. I like Aubrey a lot. Yes, I would say, unfortunately for Aubrey and for the viewers, they're probably going to get her, end up getting her out probably sooner than later, but you have got to love, 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 love. Did I say love? How yes. she went, how she went, how she went to Gavin, Victoria, and Julia with basically the same quote dialogue, end quote, if you will. Yes. That was priceless. I loved it. I mean, I can't get enough of watching that. I had to re, I had to rewind that. Yeah, and play that, that was. I thought, so... Oh god, I agree. I'm that like... was such great editing. Um, I mean, and the the funny thing that could have been over the course of the first three days or the first four or five well, days, but. But the way it seemed, it was like just in this one afternoon. She... And, it, and it was the same, I have to say it, dialogue. Yeah. It was the same dialogue with all of, maybe the words changed around. But of course, dialogue was in every dialogue. It was, it was great. I yeah, love, I love... You, you, you can't make that stuff up, Aubrey. Thank you for the good TV on that, Aubrey. But you know what? So jumping around to something else, the beauty, the beauty, the beauty of Edge of Extinction is because we love, you get to know these characters or these returning players that, that you know are going to be huge targets. I mean, come on, Aubrey, Joe, Whitworth, of course, huge targets. Um, David, because he's a returning player. But to know that if they happen to go off now, third, fourth, fifth, that they got a chance to get back in to see what happens, this is that keeps you on the edge of your seat. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and not only that, I'm on the edge of my seat wondering right now if poor, bless, bless Keith's heart, I mean, he was in such distress after being voted out. I mean, he got blindsided, clearly. I think he got blindsided, even though I'm sure he was a little nervous. It, You know, all signs pointed that they were going after Wentworth. And then he was so distressed. You know, this kid who I love because he goes out there, he can't swim. He's learning to swim in front of the whole world. He's putting himself out there at 19 years old and... He was in such distress on trying to decide. And I know most people right away would say, like I did, grab the torch, grab the torch, go, go, go. 
But here he's just been blindsided. He's probably just had the toughest six days of his entire 19 years of life. And now he's caused, he's sitting back and, and trying to decide what he wants to do. And it was riveting. To, for them to end it that way was riveting. And, of course, even though he's a young player to go out second, we're all trying to decide and wonder what's going to happen. Is he going back in? Is he not? Is he going to go save Reem, the swimmers, his swimming instructor? What's going <laughs> to happen? It's great. Uh, so Survivor doesn't often end on a cliffhanger like that. Did you like the cliffhanger? I mean, that's mm. something that's been talked about online a fair bit. Loved it. How can you not love it? No, no. Yeah, I, hanging. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. And, and well, I, I'm still, I was hanging from a cliff last week with Reem. I'm like, oh, dear Lord, what's going to happen to her? And then go back, go back, Cable, or, or to the listeners. Watch the very, very opening when they show poor, poor Reem. They start at her feet with those wet sand all over her tennis shoes and show her. And if you can't feel figure now she's been out there what four that's her fourth day yeah. it no excuse me that was that was her first night there yeah. that morning she looked that to me is survival that right there shows the whole thing of what survivor is it's what she looks like she was going through and the last three days that she was there by herself with no interaction no food except coconuts she's got the stuff to make fire but can you imagine the emotional the emotional feelings that you would go through. Like she said, she has no idea what's going to happen at all. No clue. She has no, doesn't know how long she's going to be there. She's stranded. She, she doesn't, I mean, all she had, what she said was she's just there with nothing else to do except analyze why she got voted off, which mm. again is figuring, you know, nobody wants to be the first one voted off. So oh, good no, I think I was just wondering, which was she going to make it through the night? Was she going to raise the sail? So that was a cliffhanger. I thought for me last week, this week is even a bigger cliffhanger. I think it's fantastic. So do you think Keith will go to extinction? I think he will. Yeah. I think he's, he's just has those few seconds to think about um, what he wants to do. But then I think he's going to think, as he's standing there trying to process it, I mean, first of all, he's got a process that he just got voted out. Yeah. He's got a process. Oh my gosh, I have a chance to get back in. And then he's got a, as he's processing that, he's going to think, well, wait a minute. If I got a chance to go back in, maybe Reem is there. And that's who he bonded with. Remember, that was his mother figure out there. Absolutely. Because if you think Rick Devins at 34 is old, Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Reem is 46. Yeah. What the heck? So for him to go out, for him to be the second one out, then take that torch, get the boat, pull up, and then to see them embrace, which I really think he will go, 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 I don't know. And to see the them coming back together, I think it's going to be super TV. Right. Like, well, let's, you've, you've played Survivor, obviously. Um, you've been voted out, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> So, no, but, like, in that sort of scenario, I know it, you wouldn't even hesitate. I know you would continue on to, oh to stay in the game. But, I mean, how hard, like, I think I heard Stephen Fishback talking about it, like, the whole aspect of getting voted out, your game's over. Heartbreaking. Uh, it, yeah, heartbreaking. heartbreaking. And then imagine that you think your game's over 
and then then you get this opportunity. Like, I mean, oh my gosh, can you yes. can, can you understand how Keith is sort of like no, just I, almost in the dilemma a bit, or just the shock of it all? No, I can't. I can't because like what's so funny because my husband was saying, yeah, he. I can't believe he didn't just you know you would think most people that have waited to play this game. Of course, he's young, yeah, absolutely. so it's not like it's not like Julie. By the way, we got to talk about Julie, who uh, yep. again a mature player at forty six. She has been trying to play this game for what eighteen years since the beginning. Yep. So Keith, he's only nineteen. So, but still, he's obviously she seen the show and is a big fan of the show. But my my husband was saying. God, Teresa, if that was you, I'm like, oh, my gosh, if that was me, Cable, I would have been on fire. I'd have fallen on top <laughs> of that torch trying to yeah. grab it to get to the boat. So I don't know what would have happened. But I just think back of, of being voted out and the, uh, and the idea to walk down that lonely, dark, dark path and to see that there saying, if you want to play, you know, it's kind of like Reem said at the very beginning. What did she say? Something like, you know, what's it going to take? You know, what's it going to take to get my second chance? You know, what am I going to no, What am I going to yep. have to do to get my second chance? Yep. And, and I said to myself, it doesn't matter. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes is what you have to do. Yeah, so, absolutely. And, and you've got to have that. I mean, I want to see every single player out there. That's the mentality of the players I want to see. And right now, I, there's a few players that I just don't feel has the passion that mm. I really want to see from these players. But, again, it's early on. Maybe I'm just not seeing it yet. Yeah. But for an example, Cable, are people out looking for the idols? You know, Victoria Victoria said, she goes, what she say? I don't even know where to start. Yeah, yeah with clues and idols and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know where to start. Well, let me think. Where you start is you just get up and you just, you just go. You just start looking. You just, you know. So, and even Julia, well, Julie. Now, Julie, again, is um, from New York. Do you know what Julie's profession is, Cable? I know you do. Yeah, I know she, you works, do. she makes kids' toys, wooden kids' she toys. She makes toys. She makes toys. So I'm thinking to myself, Julie's talking about why haven't women found idols? You know, why aren't we out looking for idols? Why aren't we out looking for idols? I don't know, but I'm thinking to, to myself, not to myself, I've actually tweeted it. Julie, forget about looking for an idol. Make an idol. You're a toy yes. maker. Yes. You're a toy maker. Can you imagine what that would bring to a, to a tribal council? If there's this, I mean, you know, she's got, she's very creative. She can find all kind of little something, 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 something. Can you imagine if she creates her own idol, how magnificent that would be? Absolutely. I could say it. So I keep hoping that's going to happen, but right now we don't know, but that's yep. what I'm so hoping is going to happen. Can we quickly duck back to Keith before we get too distracted oh. and talk about some of the others? Oh yeah, there's is that cool? Yes, I know, I know. Cool. I, don't worry, I, I get Keith. I get off on tangents and stuff like that too. So, but again, I had concerns for Keith. I liked again. I remember listening to him with Josh Wiggler. I loved his energy. I loved that he was super keen for the game. And you, like you said, he's 19. He does come across um, pretty intellectual, pretty mature from that point of view, but. The one concern I did have, he just didn't sound outdoorsy at all. Doesn't mean you, you're not good at anything because you're not really an outdoorsy person, but I did have concerns that the conditions would be um, very taxing on him in particular. And right. 
and and he, he sort of did get found out like very early on. We he know he can't. He's not a strong swimmer. Uh, and then he stepped up in the challenge, which I did like that he stepped up, but I'm not too sure why they kind of let him step up for the ring toss and he, he really struggled with that. Right. And, that, and you could say he did cost them the challenge, but do you think it was fair to vote him out? I mean, in early days, again, back when you played, that would, would have been someone that would have been an early well, boot yeah. because, you, you know, you were keeping your tribe strong. I just think it was very old, an old-school decision in that he, he probably, yeah. Yeah, but Cable, they've lost, they had lost two challenges now. And it's true. I mean, you've got to keep, you've got to keep the tribe strong. And no, I like Keith a lot. And and he is very smart. He's a pre-med student. Um, And he did say, you know, he can't swim. He's not used to the sun, but he felt like he could be a big help in with the puzzles and everything. Because, you know, puzzles are big, are, you know, are big on Survivor. But you know, even watching everybody try to decide, and like I said, I know they kind of made it look like Kelly was going. But again, if you, if I feel sure, you know, you know, we'll see a tribal shake up here pretty soon. But until that happens, they need Wentworth. I mean, it's, yeah. they could get rid of, it's almost like it seems very true. They can almost get rid of Wentworth basically about any time and I, I really like war dog has been really kind of low-key and so is oh, chris thank you thank you for bringing that up because that'll be the, our next segue yeah war dog. He's yeah. Been, yeah he's been really low-key but he makes a lot of sense when he said you know wentworth is a big threat and he's she's a bigger threat than i am which is a reason to keep her right now plus she's strong um but then he went back when Chris, you know, went to War Dog, because I know David didn't want to push it too much with War Dog. When Chris went to War Dog, because he wanted to keep Keith, because he was loyal to Keith, War Dog finally said, if we're going to get Wentworth, now is the time. But I think Wentworth's going to be an easy get out, really, if you do it anyway, this first this first half, before she st- starts winning individual immunity. Um, but I think, I don't think it was a bad decision. I, I think it's kind of... Kind of like what the other tribe said about Joe Anglum. I think Victoria said, you know, there'll be a time when we need to get Joe out, but it's not now. Yeah. I mean, there's a t- I mean, look how strong he is. And, and look at that challenge they did, that snake challenge, where Aubrey even said that was one heavy snake. You know, Chris held back a lot. And you got to love Chris, the way he has, has mentored Keith. He held back a lot just trying to make sure he was okay with the swimming. Yeah, they absolutely. lost a, they lost a lot, a lot, a lot of time on that. Then for some reason, bless Keith's heart, you know, he was throwing the rings and, you know, I think they just lost a lot of time in the swimming that maybe they could have made up with those rings that the swimming probably hurt them. So, no, I don't blame them for, for voting Keith. Um, I think that was probably the right thing to do over, over Wentworth. Um and I know Keith thought it was going to be windy, but that was until they had that challenge. So those swimming challenges were definitely going to hurt Keith, but it's not just Keith that's hurting his whole, his whole tribe, unfortunately. Yeah. I, look, I couldn't agree more. I, 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 I can see why you want to get rid of Wentworth, but um, I kind of liked where the war dog was coming and, and what he was trying to sell to Chris was, you know, it, why, you know, we're going to have a target on us. If we get rid of Wentworth, 
and then maybe even if they got rid of David afterwards, well, who's who's going next? It's going to be them. So that's keeping, right. Keeping that shield up in front, I think the fantastic idea. Look, it is risky, obviously, but um, I just don't understand why you'd get rid of Wentworth um, like this early. Like, right? You brought up another interesting point. We we know they like to do shakeups pretty. Right, you know, pretty frequently in this day and age of Survivor, and sometimes they do it after two votes, so there could be a switch yep. up next week. But yep. then I sort of thought to myself, maybe because it's a slightly different type of season, and you've got the two returnees for each tribe, maybe they'll try and let it play out a little bit longer. So there's still um, opportunity to get rid of Kelly a bit later down the road. But I actually would almost say for me, uh, War Dog was probably someone I didn't really rate highly going into the season, but he's really surprised me the first two weeks. I could almost say he's player of the week for myself. Um, But yeah, look, uh, there's a lot of stuff we didn't see, but I would like to think from what I was seeing on TV last night that uh, Wardog had a big say on who went home last night. Uh, Yeah. I like the way he said he, he wants them to do what he wants them to do without them knowing they're doing what he wants them to do. Yep. He's a smart guy, but and you got and he's he's smart to think ahead too because he is a strong guy and he will be targeted further into the game. So to keep to keep Kelly as a shield right now, even Kelly said, "You guys, I'm a shield for all of y'all." It it makes sense that they that they took Keith, even though I, I love I love Keith. So yeah, made sense. Okay, before we move off Kelly, um, David Wright, what is he doing? What, I know. Do you... Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Okay, Cable. I thought for sure. They, I mean, what is their bond? Uh, they played before, and there are two returnees that started out on the tribe together. And David says that she's going to want him off and not that she's, Kelly's not going to want David to go deep into the game. I thought they would have at least been bonded. They don't look like they're bonded at no. all. Not no. at all, and that that shocks me. That shocks me. I really am surprised. But I mean, I'm surprised by that. Are yeah, you I, surprised by that? I'm really surprised. Obviously, they might not trust each other too much, and maybe they're definitely wary of each other going too deep in the game. Uh, look, they both finished fourth in their – well, Dave, David's first and only season, he finished fourth. And Kelly finished fourth in her last season, and and there's arguments to be made if either one of those gets to the final three, they could. Well, actually, I think it's pretty safe to say. I think everyone said David would would have won if he had got to the final three. Uh, Kelly would have been maybe a fifty fifty if she was against Jeremy. But um, it's it's funny how Kelly already seems to be this huge target in comparison to David, and I don't right. know, I don't know whether that's also with your friend Rick and a few others, like he gets along with them better. So he doesn't seem as dangerous. I'm not too sure, but, uh... well, but cable, but, but David doesn't seem like a physical threat. He's not pushy. He's and Wentworth is just, I mean, her reputation is she's just somebody that's so determined and focused. And, and I guess with David, David's one of these that he just doesn't come across as threatening physically or in any other way, which is a good thing in this game yep. for him. Absolutely. But if you look at their their stats, <laughs> their their last two seasons, you kind of go, well, it's almost – they're kind of identical apart from them being male and female. It's just – it is funny how, again, how one can be sort of almost under the radar and one can be such a big threat. Exactly. 
And, and, and you know what? I thought for sure before the uh, season started, I thought we, this is so funny. I got this completely. Well, I, I said it'll go one or two ways, friend or foe between Lauren and Kelly. I thought they were going to be so much alike. It's just, you know, Lauren's a, a brunette version of Kelly Wentworth. I thought they're either going to get along or they're not going to get along at all. And Kelly Wentworth said Lauren is the only one that she trusts out of the whole tribe. Yeah. And, and I like Lauren. Lauren, I think Lauren's going to do well, too, because she's very likable. I think she, she, comes, she doesn't come across like a threat, as a threat like Wentworth does. But she's very, very intelligent. She's very, she's physical if you look at her, her background. And here, she, when she won the, uh, when she found the immunity idol, last night, I was like, oh, let me see what she's going to do. Is she going to go to Wentworth? And she didn't. Yeah, she how good was didn't. that? And I thought, okay, this girl's sharp. I mean, she's playing. Well, she said Wentworth and Parvati was, were her role models. And I can see that she learned something from Kelly because as of right now, she's kept it to herself. So kudos to Lauren for that. Yeah, I have to give her a, a big pat on the back because I actually I was thinking, oh, she's going to find it, and just out of just excitement and, and just having that experience that she wouldn't be able to help herself in telling Kelly, and, yeah, and saying, look what we've got here, we've got a little bit of power, whatever yeah. it is, and the fact that she sort of kept it to herself uh, so far, so far, I'm, so I'm far, sure, maybe it'll come up. And I, I was actually thinking if I, I was sort of wondering whether if Kelly's name really came up last night and there was any real threat of Kelly going home, I was kind of wondering if Lauren would take the risk and play an idol for her. Crazy. Cause that would have be been crazy. That would have been pretty cool. But um, yeah, it's Maybe um, pretty cool, but pretty crazy for Lauren. But, but before we go on again uh, too, too far. So back to Kelly and David, just quickly. Now we've sort of, I've discussed that they're, bo- they're clearly both threats. They're both returnees. David, I think, probably I feel like would go deep into the game, especially if he's got such a good relationship with Rick and yeah. the rest of his tribe mates, he's probably going to go deeper. So I, I, I look, I can, I understand where they both say, well, I want to get Kelly before she gets me and vice versa. But again, still in this early stage, why wouldn't they want to stay together to keep each other, protect each other? I think if he tries too hard to get Kelly out early, He's, he puts himself as a, at risk, I think. You mean you mean David does as yeah, David, being a yeah. returnee? Yes. I agree. I agree. I don't know why she said that. I don't know why David said Kelly's going to want me out sooner than later or she doesn't want me to go deep. I thought, why? I mean, unless – I mean, I can see maybe – I guess poor Joe Anglin doesn't have a shot with Wentworth if, she, if, if David thinks Wentworth wants him out because she knows she's going to want Joe out. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know. That that surprised me. I don't know. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. So, obviously, he has a feeling or more information about Wentworth maybe than, than we do. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just find it – again, we we don't see everything. I mean, look, there's so much footage that stays on the cutting room floor, unfortunately. Right. And they craft it the way they wanted to, you know, obviously surprise us and trick us a little bit. But I, I, I'm just surprised. Obviously, there's obviously not a clash, but there's maybe a disconnect, obviously, between Kelly and David. They're not exactly uh, on the same page. Not at all. And, not uh, at all. Which is a little bit sad. I, I kind of would have liked to have seen them be really tight, look after each other, at least early, and then fight it out a bit later on. But uh, That's kind of what I thought. Oh, listen, we just mentioned Lauren. 
Yeah, Lauren is another young. She's twenty one. Remember, I kept I kept yep. mentioning all these young players. Lauren's twenty one, and if you don't think she's already playing a pretty sharp game, she is. Yeah, she she's, is. She's sharp. I think we'll see her go deep in the game, and that'd be pretty cool. I'd like to see that. I like her. Okay, now we've got to go back to Reem. Oh, bless her heart! How do you think she's doing right now? I'm worried about her right now. See? <laughs> I'm, hey, hey, Cable! So I'm still hanging from the cliff from the first from the first show, and now we're getting ready to go into the third show, and I'm already still hanging. So it was it's beautiful how they've done this Edge of Extinction. I love it. So. Did you like Reem as a character in the first week? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, and yes. And as a player, when you play with somebody like Reem and you see what's going on with her, you know, mother in the group, and I know she meant it in a great way, but these are these usually very A-type personalities when she was moving their clothes. I mean, she was just caring for them, you know, making sure they drank their water, but when you've got somebody that you see is already standing out in kind of an aggravating way or a frustrating way for some of the other players, as a player, you're like, yes, because you know or you feel pretty sure they're going before you, which buys you another three days. So, yeah, but I did like, I mean, I love all these diverse characters. That's why what makes the show so interesting. And then people say, well, why in the world would she do that? And why would she act like that? Because that's how she is. Yeah. That's she's, why they cast her. Like you said, she's very, uh, she's a very strong, um, strong-willed, very uh, blunt kind of person that she speaks her mind. And it's, I wouldn't say she's abrasive, but she definitely comes off with when she says certain things, it probably does, you know, ruffle a few feathers with some people that she's very <laughs> right. uh, forthright. So, but uh, like, uh, we need those characters on Survivor. They're so interesting to watch, but I can totally see where the tribe came from. But having said that, like 46 years old, like you said, she doesn't seem like she's that old, I don't think. But also she seems like a really strong woman. So you sort of think too, like when you look at now, we've talked about Keith going and, and being a liability with the challenges. Geez, Reem would have been handy in that challenge yesterday. Yeah, but, you know, listen, let me just point this out that, that I remember that Reem did in the very first, during the first episode. Okay, everybody knows that you're out there and you may, you look like you're a little older than a lot of these players since there are so many in their 20s yeah. and 30s. But to keep bringing it up that you're an older, mature, that you're a mother, your mother you really don't want to point out the obvious to these kids that you just don't want to do that. Well, even to the other players, you want to, if nothing else, you want to kind of fit in with whatever everybody's doing and not separate yourself from as far as your age or being the mother figure or anything like that. Because everybody, especially the first boot, is looking for something that will differentiate that one person from the others. And she, like Rick pointed out, when when Keith and Wendy and they were out there in the water and they were teaching Keith how to swim, which I loved that. I thought that was a beautiful moment. But then they kind of kept their separated themselves from the others. Rick said, "Well, that looks like a pretty good first, uh, you know, first option for a first boot." Because again, you can't separate yourself from the others like that. It just it makes you too big of a target. Absolutely. Oh, I think there's. 
there's one of those it's one of those things that um maybe maybe could have happened in Africa where there's a disconnect between the young people and the older people. Oh yeah, there yeah, was, but you know what that ha- and that happened so quickly, Cable, that I have to say the younger people immediately congregated together and it left it, those four got together so quickly, um Brandon, little Kim, Silas and um Lindsay that it right away pushed me over to this group and that's where I was, that was where I was placed. That was the bookshelf I was on until we could mix things up. So I don't know. You, you kind of really don't want to do that. And I think, didn't Natalie do that last season? Didn't she kind of point out and she sat back and she kind of dictated for what people should do, kind of like that mature woman figure that you, you want to more be in with what's going on? Absolutely. It seemed like she kind of did that. Yeah, so, absolutely. But I, I know Reem. Though I was gonna say I, I, a couple of things. I remember from the first from the first show that Reem said was, "I love that she said that she's not going down without a fight." I love that. So that's why I'm hoping, you know, once Keith gets over there, they'll encourage each other, and we'll see what happens. That'll make it interesting. But what was so funny after she got voted out before she went down to the path that said, you know, if you want to play, grab the torch, get get on the boat. Do you know what she said? She said, I hope it pours, I hope it pours <laughs> yeah. down rain on those people. Yeah. She jinxed. Oh my she, God. And then, yeah. She jinxed then, herself. She jinxed that when they got over there, when they got, when she got over there, it was pouring down rain. And I thought, oh dear Lord, do not, you really don't want, don't ask the survivor gods for something that you really don't want. Yes. You know, so I thought that was, I mean, a good, good editing once again. Okay. We haven't really talked too much about the Karma Tribe. But what are your thoughts? Like, who are maybe some of your favorites, or some maybe someone we haven't talked about yet? Oh gosh, well, I mean, we talked. Okay, we talked about Julie. I want her to make. I want her to make an idol. Um, Victoria and Julia. Um, I and I, I kind of want to see them. They're really kind of low key. I haven't really seen. We haven't seen much of Julia at all, so I don't have much to say about that. Yeah. Um, Aurora, we hadn't seen either, but she's going to be a strong character. We just hadn't seen her yet come to life. What about gonna... what about this this duo that I, I actually am starting to like? But again, it's still early days. We haven't seen a lot. But Eric and Gavin, I like Gavin a lot. I think Gavin has got that passion that I love to see in a player. Uh, again, Gavin's young, twenty three years old. He's mm-hmm. um, uh, what is he a YMCA director? So obviously great with kids, probably great with people. I think he's going to fit in well. I think he'll do well. I like him. I like Gavin a lot. I love his little personality. Um, I, I, verdict's still out for me on uh, Ron Clark. He's actually from Atlanta. He's the yes. one that, that Oprah Winfrey told him to write a book, and by golly, he did. Um, and I did a movie, and he's got his yes! own school. And he's from Atlanta. I don't know him. I, verdict's still out. I've got mixed feelings. On, I, I don't know how, how well I think he'll do. I just don't know. What so, do you well, think? Um, well, my normal co-host, Julian, that's his winner pick, Ron. So um, I sort of agreed with him. I like Ron's chances. I like the way he spoke and, and stuff. But um, And he found the secret advantage. He's got a, a, a advantage menu. Um, that'll be interesting because as far as I believe that that sort of becomes null and void after next week so oh is that it i hadn't kept up with that okay yeah so i think i think it's up to the third 
third week. I so think. if they don't, well, and then if they don't go to uh, tribal council, then it's null and void, right? Yeah, that's what I, that was what I was taken away from it. So I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of it's cool to have it, but then if you don't need it or you can't sort of but, show it off. So the only other thing I can think of that he. If they are strong again, that he takes the risk because one of the options is to steal the reward from the other other team. So if the other team do win reward, he could steal it and then. Well, that like make a him a hero. That yes, make him a hero, absolutely. And if that doesn't happen, where he just ends, well, yeah, that would probably. I mean, he's got to use it for something. Yeah. And that would make him an absolute hero, absolutely, for sure. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does. And Ron's another one of those mature players now. Cable, he's 46. 46. Another 46-year-old. God, there's a lot of four. You know, and that's – is that the oldest? Is 40 – yeah. Hey, listen to this. Reem is 46. Yeah. Ron Clark is 46. Julie Rosenberg is 46. What? Yeah. That's the and, and David Wright is forty four. Now they may have had a birthday since all these their birth you know, their ages yep. came out, but basically that's the, how old they were when they played. So look at that. We don't see any forty six is the uh the oldest. Yeah. And there's three of them. And there's three of them. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. He's got a lot of personality. I know he's riding high right now because he's got that little secret advantage. So you know, right there, that can put a little, little quick and you know, a little jump in your step. So, you know, that's a good thing to have starting out because the first few days are really stressful because, again, nobody wants to be the first one out. And you know what's so funny? Like Aubrey said, she can't even get a feel for where the the tribe is going yes. and how they're feeling. And I'm thinking to myself, there is your sign. That's exactly how they're feeling since you don't know. Clearly, they're not big on two-time, second-time, third-time players. Yeah. So. Anyway. How, how do you feel about that? Like, is that something, I mean, if you went back, you're a returnee as well, of course. But if it was your first time and you were playing returnees, like, I mean, how would you? Well, I'd, let's put it like this. I don't think I'd keep pointing out that I was a mom. And, you know, I think I'd just try to blend in just like David's doing. Cause even Wendy was saying about David, that even though David's a returning player, he's not pushing anybody. He's just, you know, he's just playing more of a go with the flow game. And I think that's kind of the main thing you have to do out of the gate, especially as a returning player, unless, unless, unless you're a threat or a, a big, big player like Joe and Wentworth. Yeah. I mean, they knew they had to know going in, that they were going to be huge targets, which which is why this edge of extinction, the whole idea of that is is it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be great. So we'll start winding up, but Keith. Okay. So do you, do you, now, okay, we've both sort of said we think Keith will go to the edge of extinction. Yes. How yes, long I do. do you think he will last very long there, or will he be able if, to stick it out? If Keith had been the first one off instead of Reem. I don't know how long he would have been able to stay there. I don't know if he would have made it these ex- these three days that Reem has. I'd like to think that he would have. But now if he gets off and he's with Reem, I think they'll rally. I think they'll rally and hang, it, hang, it, hang in there together and support each other. I think they'll both stay, absolutely, for at least three days and the next person will come. Then it'll get exciting because they're building their own little, you know, tribe over there. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. Hey, especially if it's somebody like Anglin or Whitworth, you're going to get over there, and especially Joe. Joe, will be, Joe can build his own village over there. <laughs> he'll, have, yes. he'll have his own post office up and going in no time. I mean, he's yeah. he's amazing. He, yeah, I mean, he would be a benefit for any well, the tribe that would be there, I guess, that would, right. like I said, start to grow. But uh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't look like there's a lot there, though. That's that's the only thing that I think for. If Joe doesn't go there anytime soon or any returnee, I sort of I wonder how they they'll have each other to lean on, obviously. But um, I just wonder, you know, whether there's a lot of protection from the rain and the elements and, and, right, and but, food for them and stuff like that. I'm not too sure. But cable, what do they do? Do they say, okay, so there's Reem and Keith over there together? What do they say? Hey, okay, do you want to pull the sail up together? There's no way. If I was over, if if I was unlucky enough to actually have to go there, but lucky enough to get the second chance to be able to go there. And I was there with Reem or with Keith, and one of them was trying to pull that sail up, I'd be tackling down to the ground. I'm like, no, you're not. You're not doing it. Yeah. Although, although I guess if you let them do it, that's one less, you know, one more out that you don't have to compete with. So, hard to say. Yeah. Hard to say. Uh, look, I mean, there's so so much uh, we don't know about Edge of Extinction, and, and that can be a good thing too because we want to be surprised. I'd Except we got... like it. We know we like it, Cable. Uh, yeah, I, I do like I do like it. Um, I just it's it's going to be interesting to see how how big they let the tribe over there potentially grow. I know, and, and yeah. How, and how they're going to decide or insert people back into the game. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing I was thinking, I spoke to Julian about this, I think, last week, and one of my thoughts was, if you remember the outcast twist from Pearl Islands, yeah, um, we obviously, as an audience, didn't know that was going to happen until it did happen. Uh, maybe this is a similar version, but we know, as an audience, we know about it. Um, so whether that's going to be they get to a certain size, maybe six or seven players, and whether they become part of a challenge and if they win the challenge right. they can win exactly. their way back in or something like that so but but cable basically though since like you said to sum it to sum it all up isn't that the cliffhanger that every week there's i mean you're hanging from that from the first week to what is reem going to do to the second week is, is keith going back in to the third now i mean it's a cliffhanger with everything and that's what keeps everybody want to watch it yeah absolutely it's absolutely. perfect it's how great. Good, how good a show is it, really? <laughs> the best. You got, you're asking the wrong person. You're yeah, asking I know. the wrong person, Cable. Yeah, you no. know that. I know. You know, I know that. I know. So any any last thoughts before you go, T-Bird? No, I've just, you know, usually right out of the gate, it takes a while to get to know the characters. Um, and usually it takes you about midway into the season before you feel like you're comfortable with the characters. But starting out like this, the people that are voted out are still in. And it's exciting. I think it's. I think it's great. I actually, think it's going to be a great season. Actually, because because I got you on the line, and, and why would I miss an opportunity to try and ask you as many questions as I can? Jeff <laughs> Jeff Jeff Probes put out on Twitter last week. Um, he was asking the fans, "What do you want? Do you want a two-hour premiere, or do you want longer episodes?" No, this uh, is what I want, Cable. This is what I want two times a week, two days two- a week. Two days yes. a week. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. like, like, like a um, Wednesday night and Sunday night. Wednesday, so you, you know, Wednesday so you, to get you through the weekend. Sunday starts your week. So you're saying still the same episode length, just two episodes per week. That's right. Because there's okay. plenty of stuff yep. they can show. 
they got yeah. plenty of footage of stuff they can show, and now they can develop these characters even more, the characters' relationships. And then you got, yes, absolutely. Well, wow, that's, that's uh, interesting. Oh, that's probably a little bit original because I don't think I'd heard anyone say anything like that. Tell all your friends. Tell all your friends, Cable. <laughs> yeah, because I, I feel like that all the survivors that talked, uh, that sort of commented and talked about it during the week um, were saying, no, we just want more Survivor. And it was more about the episode being a longer length, but you're saying two episodes, which is definitely probably a more interesting idea and probably more uh what's the word i'm thinking of maybe not realistic but it's definitely a more appetizing probably prospect i think because well, i think everybody everybody wants it and they're hungry for it once a week but even can you imagine twice a week that's not that often but again you can develop the characters and you can see what's going on more you know around around camp on both i mean you've got plenty of stuff you can show in that 40 minutes because that hour is only 40 minutes so um, would you normally have in a normal structure, so you'd have maybe the Wednesday night is a non-boot episode yeah. and then the Sunday night would be the boot or, or vice um, versa? Or just, you know what, however they do it. Just, however you they know, do it. They got to they gotta keep it like they're doing it. Some, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a boot or it can be a boot. It's just, like I said, they've got enough stuff, enough material to Absolutely. show and they're mixing things up all the time. So as long as it's twice a week, they can make it exciting enough. Yeah. So, so I was more of the belief, at least, that the premiere should always be that sort of 90-minute episode. So like you were saying, you actually get to see Julia speak and, and a few others. And, yeah. And, and get to actually meet, at least see every character and let them have, have, a, have a voice. So we at least get a taste of everyone in the first episode and then – after that, you can go back, revert back to the sort of normal 43-minute episodes right. in the one-hour block. Um, but I, I don't know if you know this, but Australian Survivor that's run for the last three years here, um, they do longer episodes, but also we have it multiple nights. So it's like generally on like two or three nights a week. I know, and people love that, don't they? Don't y'all love that? I think I think they do, but personally, I... I think it's a little bit too much. Um, I the think three nights is that that is kind of a lot. It will if it was three and, nights and, of 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 an hour block, like say your, your usual um, American season, like episodes, so like, you know your forty two, forty three minutes, or whatever it is. If it was three of those, I think that's manageable. But when you start stretching it out over, you know, sometimes there'll be an episode that goes for an hour and a half. The next episode might be an hour. And then the next episode after that might be two hours. Like there's a lot of um, funny sort of time lengths as well, but. Um, I think that's, I mean, you, you gotta have the, you gotta have your viewers wanting more. Obviously. I don't know an hour and a half. That's like I said, 40 minutes twice a week. Um, I think you could easily do that but then again you're talking an hour and a half three nights a week and that's a lot i don't know no nah, it's a lot that's a lot so yeah well again I like yeah i mean look they've got to try and cater for the i guess the bigger audience and and what people want but exactly. i think hey, look, I, th- I got a feeling cbs knows exactly what they're doing Oh, absolutely. Oh, and they've been doing it for 18 years. Yeah, <laughs> not, something not like years. that. That's, so that. That sounds about right. They've got a, a, a somewhat winning formula down, Pat. But um, I would say so, yes. Yeah, 
Yeah. No, look, I think they don't need to change it too much. I just think maybe the Premier and, you know, the one thing I have hated in recent seasons is the uh, the reunion has been bugger all. Yeah. And I don't yeah. like that. I, I like to see a little bit more and, and talk to a few more players, but, you know, I no, can't. I, yeah. Yeah, that that's, I know, you're right. I can see that. But a lot of times once, yeah, that's, that's true. They'll yep. tweak it. Don't worry, they'll get it tweaked. Hopefully, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. All right, anything, la- any last uh, No, thoughts? I've enjoyed Cable. I've enjoyed this. Um, I, I look forward for us to compare notes to see, you know, the people that we've talked about. How, Like you like said, my pick is Rick. Your pick is Aurora. And um, we've got um, is Ron's, uh, is it Juliet? Who, what's the, um, your, your partner's name? The flight oh, attendant. Oh, Julian. So, yeah, Julian. Julian. Yeah. Good, yeah. I had it right. Good, good. We've got Julian's pick for Ron. So I'm curious to see at the end how the three of us did. Yeah, no, it'd be really interesting. I, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I will because I can. Um, the last three seasons, I've actually picked two of the winners. Huh, no so, pressure there. No so pressure I had, there. Yeah, I had, I had Nick Wilson, um, good Kentucky Nick, and I had uh, Ben Drebergen. So Wow. Okay. I, I had Brendan Shapiro, but obviously he was what, he, uh, on the yeah. fourth or fifth out. So I know. But, okay, well, it looks like you're um, you're the man to watch. Then <laughs> you're, you're the man. You're the man to watch, and Aurora's and, the girl to watch. And get, and guess who I had for Africa? Uh, Ethan. Yes. You did. Yeah, I had Ethan. Yeah. Wow. Okay, you good. Well. Yeah. All right yeah. then. I'm actually I'm impressed there. Yeah, uh, it hasn't. It doesn't always work, but uh, I've well, had, of course I, I've had my moments. But but your odds are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, Real I good. Think I've, I think I've done all right. When, I think you have too. When you think about it, it, it's one of the hardest games in the world, Survivor, and only one person out of maybe 16, 18, or twenty can win. Like your odds of winning are pretty small. So well, and plus, what you're you're picking them when just reading a few bios about them. That's yeah. that's good. All right, Cable, I got to go yeah. or um, my husband's going to leave me. <laughs> no worries. It, no, in all sincerity, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank oh, you for, Cable's been great. Thank you for bailing me out. And um, always I'd love to speak to you some other time. And uh, we'll keep in touch. And, uh, and Cable, thank you. Thank you for all your support, by the way. It no, does no. not go... It does not go unnoticed at no, all. No, I've got to keep supporting my uh, original survivors, the old school players, because thank you that's, for that. That's that's what made me fall in love with the show. So um, yeah, and you know you're one of my all time favorites. So oh, um, thank you, Cable. I'm, I'm so glad that Ben got us, you know, introduced us to each other. And like I said, when you asked me, sometimes anyway i was i wanted to do it for you so i'm so oh, glad cheers. it worked out i'm so glad it worked out all right you have a great night yes and you too all right i'll talk to you later happy survivor <laughs> bye bye well super fans uh that's episode two of edge of extinction that is in the bank and couldn't have done it without Teresa t cooper uh, many thanks to her. Um, it was amazing just to chat to her. Uh, it was just an absolute honor and a privilege. Uh, like I said, she is one of my favorites of all time. And to be able to talk Survivor with her, 
you know, sort of cover off on sort of two of the episodes and some of the players. And to be able to share that with you, uh, that's an awesome thing. And, uh, yeah, hopefully... Uh, I've probably set the bar too high now, uh, unfortunately. Um, Julian, I know you're going to have to come back and we're just going to have to do our thing just the way we normally do it. Um, but, no, again, it was a privilege and an honour. Uh, thanks again to Teresa and... Hopefully, uh, people listen in. It'd be great to start getting some feedback, whether it's positive or negative. I can take it. I know there's probably some pauses for myself and maybe a few ums and ahs and stuff that I need to fine-tune and get out of my system. But, it, uh, yeah, look, it's going to be something that's a work in progress. Um, but hopefully, there's some informative and interesting stuff about Survivor we come up with that uh, may, means you sort of stick with us for a little bit, especially if you're looking for extra Survivor content on top of what you already listen to. So just we don't expect to be the number one podcast by any stretch of the imagination. But if if you're looking for something else to listen to and you know even share with your friends, it'd be great to just p- pass our name out there. And uh, um, trying to get onto iTunes, um, that's another thing. Um, but at the moment, Spotify or Anchor is the way to listen to us or links through social media that we'll post. Um, But again, thank you to anyone listening and appreciate the support. And until next week.